the first ever inaugural podcast. Uh, my name is Grant Martin, and I guess I'm probably in charge of the marketing, creative, um, branding, that type of thing. Uh, my name's Dave Guy. Uh, I'm the sales manager. I help run the business, but I'm mainly responsible for uh, managing the sales team uh, and generating sales and revenue. I'm Ian Martin. I'm the managing director and owner of the business, um, and I've been here since the the, uh, the very start. And, uh, Helped it grow to where it is and, and taken on a team that's helped to develop and grow further. When did we start? The company was going since 1979, uh, was bought out in about 2002, I believe, uh, from memory. Right, today the podcast we're going to be talking about workwear, the legislation surrounding it and PPE, health and safety in uh, in the workplace, and possibly branding and perception of, uh, of clothing and products as well. The first podcast, or the podcast this month, is YBHI. Um, what we can do differently, how we engage with customers, potential customers and clients and so on. Um, in the future months, I think we'll start covering areas such as the workwear, legislation around it and PPE, health and safety, and obviously branding a perception of how products and services fit within um, that sphere. So, let's, uh, let's start. So, YBHI. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> um, for, for me personally, it is that um, you know we always want to uh, the ethos behind everybody that works here and, and everybody that's been brought on as a team is to listen to the customers and and develop um, the business to help the customer as opposed to tell the customers how we work. Um, there's a lot of uh, competition out there that that tend to tell the customer how they work and their systems work like this and that's how you've got to order and you've got to send an email and you've got to do send a, uh, back in the day faxes and, and so on but that's how they work whereas what we've tried to do and, and the ethos is to listen to the customer develop our systems, develop our internal systems um, to help um, with the, the customers so they, they can order easier they can get reports easier they can get information easier they can get the products faster um, all of which has, has took lots of time, effort, money, uh, and energy, and and we don't want to ever stop that. You know, we want to, um, you know, we're constantly reinvesting into systems, solutions, procedures, training, um, uh, marketing, for instance, like this, trying to trying to engage with the customers um, and suppliers as well. Because I think it's important that you get both good customers and good suppliers to to run a business in the right kind of way, so to benefit all. So do you think it's a good idea to sort of define that we're more of a provider than a supplier? There's a distinction between the two. Yeah, and I think that's that's something that, that we I think we're trying to get across with the, the website and the marketing that we're trying to go down now is that we don't want to be seen as a supplier. You know, it, it, there's lots of company in our, in, in our sector. Um, I'm sure that's the same in, in various other sectors, but we all sell the same stuff, really. It's, you know, we all sell PPE, we all sell workwear, we all sell the same brands. Uh, some of which are a bit more restricted, and some some companies get you know, preferential pricing and things like that. But it's it's very very slight. So pricing wise, there's not much in it. Um, but we all sell the same stuff. But what we want to do is do it different and do it better. Um, so we want to um, look at the hidden costs around providing products. Um, you know, it's they, they, there's, there's loads of um, stories about buying boots several times a year and the it's cost of false uh, economy false economy yeah. um there was there was a report done uh, back in the in the day with barclays that saying the cost of a 
an order from start to finish is about £70. I'm guessing it's, it's with inflation and things like that. So it's, it's probably gone a hell of a lot more than that. But, um, you know, it, it is it is important that you look at the hidden cost. Now, there's, I think you've done some work, Grant, on, on um, a buyer and, and procurement. Um, yeah. Looking into um, the other costs around. Now, we do deal with some of the... Uh, blue chip companies uh, that we currently deal with, you know, one of the, the the biggest retailer in the UK, and and they're more down the procurement route, which is looking at the hidden costs and looking at actually the how long products last. And it, it works very very well, um, but you know it does take time, it does take effort, it does take you've got to do sampling, you've got to do trials, you, um, and it's it's that that's important to find out the true cost of a product. There are other companies that just buy products because they're based on price. And that's okay. We deal with those as well, and that's that's fine if that's what they want to. That's what they want to do. They want to buy on, uh, on price. Then then fair enough. We do try and, and help. Um, we have actually developed some some systems, which we're trying to now um, develop even further to to try and highlight how long products last um, down to an individual person, um, and then we can actually then give reports to say, well, okay, let's run a certain product against another product. For instance, if we said footwear. Um, we could uh, put a, a certain type of boot in against the current boot that some somebody wears, and then it's it's tagged to a certain person, and then we can see that when that boot needs replacing compared to the other boot, um, and you know, so just to just try and give some more information to the to the customer to to, to ensure that they're buying on on product quality benefits of of how long it lasts. Uh, as opposed to just the price. For us, it's not just about making the money, is it? It's, it's about providing a service um, mm-hmm. and, and a, a damn good one at that. I mean, yeah. We've got an organisation of people that, that certainly care uh, and we always look to sort of exceed our customers' expectations, um, you know, every time. Yeah, it's it's important. It's important to us. And you know, I don't know, to be honest, we need to probably get some figures on the, the retention of our... Our customers that we've got, you know, it's very rare that we lose a customer. Um, very, very rare. I can't even, to be honest, I can't, I can't remember. There's any significant customer that we've no. that we've lost that, um, that I can't, I can't, we, I, I can't think had, of one. We've so. had some of them for a long, long time. But it's yeah, important to know time. why we retain those, why the loyalties come in there, because it's. I mean, we we're talking about price, but the price is not the cost, or price is not the value. Um, some people that buy based on price have a false economy, they see something that's 50 pence cheaper, and as you said, the Barclays example, if you're raising a purchase order, it might cost an extra 70, 80 pound, or even more now, to actually uh, replace that order. So the hidden costs at the end of the year, when someone goes, oh, we didn't quite make as much profit on that one. The procurement side is is almost to the to the far end of, a, of a, an example, where you're looking at risk assessment, you're looking at critical I- industries, but you're actually looking at value, but yeah, I think it's important getting a balance so we can fit with whatever particular customers actually want. So if someone does want to chase down purely on price, then they may be advised to say, right, if it's ones and twos, you might get better value or quote unquote in in, in, um, in speech marks to say, go to a competitor because it's not necessarily something that we could deliver on. Uh, but if they're looking at buying bulk or head to toe or that kind of thing, then we'll always be competitive on price. But we're actually more interested in getting into, into what people actually want in terms of value, the performance of the products, the way that they don't have to order them 14 times a year. The, the analogy that we're talking about, the boot, the £9 pair of boot and the £25 pair of boot, which one's more expensive? But that's probably one of the reasons why we've retained so mm. many customers, because it's not just about making a, a quick quid. 
Yeah. It's it's more about longevity and it's building more about sort of building a relationship, yeah, which is really important. And I think you know customers appreciate that. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, and we've got lots of them. Yeah, and I, I think I think um, when when we deal with with customers, I think there's something that there's quality, price, and service. And you know, a lot of our customers, if you if you ask them to rank what comes first, I would guess that that a good proportion of our percentage of our customers will put quality and service yeah. first above price. Yeah. Now there will be other companies out there and custom potential customers that, that put price first, which, okay, we're not, you know, we're going to turn down business, but it's about then teaching them and the systems and things that we're trying to put in place is that is, is that saying, look, there is a better way, you know, buying smarter rather than harder is, is the way to go. And, and we're trying to not just tell people that because it's easy to say and, and difficult to, to do. So we're, we're trying to put systems in place to, um, to prove that. And, and give facts and evidence towards that. Case studies and user trials, that kind of thing. These are always things that are, are pass on confidence and assurances to the customer. That it's a case of well, we'll put money where our mouth is. If we said this is a better product for you, it's not because it's a. In actually, in, in a way, if you explain it to some customers, it's a case of I'd rather you buy the nine pound pair of boot and, and order it four times a year because I'm making more margins. Yeah, exactly. But it's not better for you. Yeah. And at some point, you're going to be sitting there going, "Why is nobody coming with an alternative?" Someone yeah. walk through the door and say, "Whoa, I think it's a wonderful new product. Come and look over here." And it's easily moved over. And again, that might be a false economy. So we can actually show it to people, saying, "Look, it's not about our bottom line right now. It's about actually giving uh, something back. It's about adding value to your service as well." Which, when you're sort of uh, uh, being successful, will be successful because you'll retain us for the next five, ten, twenty years, wherever it's going to be. There's no need for you to change. But if we go in there, it's almost like we're twisting our, our little mustaches, going, Haha, "I'm going to double my money on this product. You'll buy it from me once." But I'm always an arsehole. You know, how many people do we in our industry will go out there and they'll say, right, we'll be competing with ex-employees, for example, or go in and they'll be saying things like, oh, well, I'll beat them on price and they'll chip it by five pence. And it's not a, it's not a five pence saving. It's actually a cost when they, when they get their products and services. Yeah, the thing, the thing is that what, what, what I mean, my experience is that there's actually, um, you think that the, the larger companies get the better pricing. And when we go into the, lots of companies, it's not the case, you know. You could have um, a small butcher's around the corner that's buying products from some of our competitors cheaper than, you know, some companies that we're going to for buying from the same competitor that's that's much much larger, and they're, they're buying way more um, than for the same product. And it, it's just it's there's, there's something not not quite right. And uh, you know, we we try and work. Well, we do. We work ethically. We, you know, we, we obviously we're here to make money. That's what businesses are in, in business for. But um, you know, it's, there's there's a line where you've got to draw it and just say, look, you know, we're going to be, play fair with this. Yes, we need money to survive and to, to and to grow. But for that, you get the benefits of um, the service and the support, and you know, sometimes they're running about and and things when when things go go you know um, problems with with some of our customers, and they'll phone us and. We've got one particular tonight, to be honest, where, where Dave's going to run out after this, this podcast, uh, you know, in his own time, really. Um, I mean, this is after hours and, and what have you. And he, Dave's going to run out and he's going to take it to a customer because they've had an issue with uh, HSEs coming in and said that they're using the wrong um, PPE on, on a particular mask. So Dave's going to run out and deliver some masks. So they've got them for first thing in the morning so it doesn't shut down. Um, and that's what we kind of do. So you know, we're, we're talking like it's half past five now. We're going to be finished here maybe half past six. It might be seven o'clock before he gets to this company. 
Um, and it, Believe it or not, I've, I'm giving them free. <laughs> the, for samples, the first lot the first, of samples, so that yeah. they're free to see if they'll do the job. We could have quite easily charged them for those, and because we've got them in a difficult position. But no, that's not the way we work. We could we could know. have charged them carriage. We could have charged them same day yeah. carriage. But that's not how we work. You know, no. we look at the it's it's the future the future working relationship that we're looking at. Um, bigger picture. How we yeah, yeah how we we've got how we so grow a relationship. We've got so many customers that we go in and we might go in on, on off the back of an inquiry. They might want one product, a pair of specific gloves. And then over a period of time, the amount of business that we then open up and end up supplying right from sort of start, even right through to janitorial and, and, and sort of toiletry products and things like that. So, so it proves that we're doing a, a, you know, the job correct and, and they want to sort of, they want to they work with yeah. us. I think, you know, the, the, a big, big area um, that we, you know, we've, found and, and, and um, a pain point if you like is that work wear and safety wear and PPE is so disproportionate in the time that it takes for a for a customer or a buyer or a procurement um, person to to buy and to, to service and supply and to distribute to, to their employees it's so disproportionate to um, the time it takes for how long it should take um, so again, you know, we, that's what we're trying to look at, and, and how to, we try to keep it in proportion. Yeah, if, if it is five yeah, percent of the job, and and a lot of a lot of customers that we hear, um, you know, when we do these monthly service review meetings that, that we do, and and you know, we go out there and we test ourselves against us, you know, ourselves, and 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 see how we do or how we fare. It's just something Dave introduced when he come on board. Um, you know, we go out and, and see how well we fare. Um, well, it's a, that's a brave thing to do, though. When we're actually going out there, we're actually putting ourselves in a position to say, "Look, criticise us," because you know, but, yeah, very, very much so. It's, it's, I mean, it's difficult to start with because you realise that, that you know some people were not always the most honest, uh, certainly not face to face. But it is a sit down, no holds barred conversation, um, and yeah, you know, people tell you exactly how you're performing, and it's not nice to start with. Uh, but how can you put things right if you don't know what you're doing wrong? Mm-hmm. And that's sort of the upshot of it, really. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we, we work through that and make sure that we constantly review our service to our customers, no matter how big or small they are. Um, and yeah, all that information is brought back in and, and any errors that we've got or any areas we need to work on, um, we'll do exactly that. We'll bring new Absolutely. procedures in. We, we also ask customers if there's any areas or any suppliers that might be offering them a specific service or or something that's quite unique, and we'll say, well, you know, that they're doing better than us, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you know, there's there's any stationary companies that exactly. are doing, doing something that's that's really, you know, can help us. A bit and quirky, us, maybe yeah. it's a free biscuit once a month or something. It can be anything. It can be absolutely anything, and and you know, it gives us the opportunity to sort of draw as many ideas from 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 a large pool. So it's 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 great. Yeah, no, we look we look at. Um, I mean, some of the questions on there can go down as as far as packaging. You know how you're receiving the boxes now. Sometimes we've got our own um, delivery team, but sometimes we send it out on a on a courier. But we still want to know how that parcel's delivered. Um, now we looked at um, tape. We 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 put in BHI tape, didn't we? Just to highlight that it's, it's our products and yeah. uh, that's going to be in that box. Um, the boxes that we send out, we make sure that are that are sturdy and and you know, at the end of the day when you send them out on a on a uh, courier, it's you're in the lap of the gods really with with those but um, we still want to know you know and if we have changed couriers in in the yeah. past because we've you, you know you get sometimes get grumpy couriers and and and, and whatever and it you know upsets the customer so we've got to we've got to look at all these things and we do we take note of that and okay that's out of our control to a certain degree but we will certainly have them chats with them them suppliers 
um, because we want it to the best be the best service and it's not it's until you start looking in, inwards and start looking at yourself and how um, how bad you're doing at certain things or how good you're doing at certain things you, you don't actually know and, and like I say it was it was tough at first it was tough because you you are really quizzing yourself and, and, and worrying about things and uh, I mean it wasn't that bad but um, the, yeah. the amount of development that then we've put in uh, I think we're running now at around the high 80s, 90s um, 9.1 is where yeah. we're at out of 10 which is yeah. the average so we've been at that for a long while uh, but yeah it's a fantastic tool it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a great tool it's um, led to some massive innovations as well it's like, yeah. I mean, you, you talk about it was it was rough at the start we're talking a few years ago now it's not like it was yesterday so what we what we thought we were doing wrong because it's, it's easy for us to sit there thinking we, we, we've cracked this, we, we've nailed it. We get into we it. never will. Well, no, we, 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 we never will. will. We never will. We've always want to be developing. That's why I mean, we pay we pay tens of thousands of pounds a year just for development, just in software, um, and we will continue to do that. That's not including the online stuff. This is a total different solution, um, and we will continue to do that. And probably as it progresses, may spend more and more and more each each year um, because it's important. You know, we don't want to stand still. And think, well, I can't. I can't remember who said the, the terminology, but if you if you stand still, you're actually going backwards. Mm, yeah. um, and that's that's where we don't want to be. We, you know, we want to try and be a, a trendsetter rather than a. Um, but it's within our core values because the, the expectation management and communication that's at the root of everything that we do is key and critical to that. Because if you look at sort of delivery uh, options, you can get some situations where customers will want something yesterday. If we don't say to them, it's not realistic let's say it'll be two weeks and we're delivering a week we're heroes if you say yeah, yeah yeah i can get you here tomorrow and then go and ask the question whether it can be done and it can't be done you've then got to go back to the customer no matter what you say even if you deliver it the day after tomorrow you're not a, you're not a hero um i mean we we, we evolve we, and and you know if I, if I go back to the early days bear in mind that we've we've grown quite rapidly um and um i think it was two years ago that we, we moved into new premises and took on uh, quite a large a bit of premises and and uh, and within I think four months we ended up taking another two and a half thousand square foot on and 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 buying embroidery machines and and things like that. But um, you know we when we used to be small and we used to outsource to printing and embroidery and things like that, we were always in somebody else's control. And uh, you know we we took the the view of the first thing was the was the printing side of things was you know we can't be um, in somebody else's hands. You know. The, something comes up with school wear or something like that and now it gets chucked to the back of the queue and our customers are waiting so you know customers for us count and and so we took the um plunge took to the plunge yeah. and, 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 and a massive brought, investment yeah it was yeah and i mean we, we we went with small small printing kit and then within within days and weeks we were buying bigger printing equipment and then and, and progression from there and you know it's we always will you know it, um the embroidery machines that we've got now we've we've only we had one, and then within the space of a few months, we took another one on, and 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 that's where the way we want to go. You know, we're never going to be shy of reinvesting. Um, you know, that's that's important to us is, is reinvesting to to grow the business and to to be out there. That um, you know, we, obviously we're not the biggest compared to your your likes of your your big brands out there that do PPE, but we certainly want to be uh, considered one of the the leaders um, in how to. How to run a, a workwear and safety wear company? Um, well, deliver on what expectations? I mean, it's a, it's an interesting one where people a supplier to me is someone that will supply them what they want, 
a provider will provide them what they need. Yeah. Yeah. And it's actually about yeah, yeah. saying, right, okay, yeah, that might be work for you, but yeah. why have you chosen that particular product? Is it the brand? Is it something you're familiar with? What you know, asking more questions to get to the root of it and the mechanics of it, and then you might find it's like, well, we've always had it. Yeah. Well, there might be a better way, and it might yeah. save you a few, Bob. Yeah. That's you know, it might not necessarily be successful in terms of leading to a sale, but it might actually make that person think, hold on a minute, these aren't the average. Yeah, yeah, I've got five of them. I'll sell you them. No problem. There's there's more to it. There's more meat on the bone, shall we say? But anything else to add? Or I just kill that conversation stone, did you? No, no. <laughs> There's plenty of why, why BHI, and it's just yeah. Like, well, it, it would be nice to end on like the principles. You know, like you know what principles you have uh, that sort of are the you know the life force of what what you are. You know what I mean? I know a lot of what we talk about is mm. like is all actually intertwined in all of that. We've actually been going twenty minutes, believe it or not. So we've got a decent sized podcast kind yeah. of already. Yeah. Uh, so it's in, it's entirely up to you whether you want to extend on the principles of what you. Like if you want to isolate them and say, look, principally speaking, you know, at the end of the day, most of what we discussed in this podcast already intertwined in there is just saying, look, we've got high standards, high principles, uh, you know, and, and there's, there's, there's variables that we, we, we stick by. Um, and what, you know, what are they? You know, some of the things mm. that you've, you've introduced are good. You've got this portal, which is interesting. You know, that's not been touched on yet. You, you know, that, that could be uh, yeah, the online ordering portal. That's been well, the USBs. A, a, I mean, the, a massive thing. Well, you could go down there. Obviously, what's all the the video stuff that we did? So you got the you got the personalization. You got the customer service. You got quotes. You've got uh, the portal reporting. Um, did we say ten round times as well on that ten one? Ten round times is on the quotes. Um, quotes were pretty well. The, the seven principles of of, of what yeah. we're going to work on. Man packing. Man packing. That's the one. I mean, man packing is an interesting one. Um, I mean, that's. Not ours as such. What about like the key sort of innovation that you've done? You know what I mean. So if we can, if I were to edit this out, I've got to find a natural in. Yeah. You know what I mean. Uh, and and sort of is it is it what keeps you excited about your industry? Innovation is what keeps me excited the most yeah. about this about here. You know what I mean? Because like you say, like we've already said at the beginning of the podcast, you know, people sell workwear, people sell PPE. You know, they all assume that we're the same. However, it's the innovation that keeps me alive, that keeps me interested, uh, uh, you know, and talk about some of the innovative things that you do. The portal. The portal. Yeah. The portal. But where, where do we go with this? Because there's part of me that thinks like, well, I'm going to keep the, you know, if, if suppliers, sorry, if um, competitors. You keep it secret. Yeah. yeah. So there's a yeah, bit yeah. of, uh, but also, some but, unique but, stuff in yeah, there. So, but, but also with that, I think as well is that it might, the potential customer, it might also make them think, well, Hang on a minute. They're not telling me what it is. They're telling me there's something, yeah, but yeah. they're not telling me what well, it is. We, we, so we, we can show it. Yeah. That. I mean, it's the analogy of the car. I mean, everybody now has online ordering, but if if there was one or online ordering work, they wouldn't be changing it. I mean, it's like the the, the chance of having a Ferrari or a Fiesta. They're both cars. They both get you to A to Z, but one you'll basically look better in uh, until you get out of the car, at least anyway. Um, I mean, I touched on the, the tracking, I guess. The reporting side the, of the, the, thing the, the is quite unique and... because that's something that a lot of the competitors' ones haven't got. Mm. Mm. I think I hear what but you're then, saying. You know what I mean? I've, I've not I've not spoke about our dashboard at all on our timelines yeah. and news feeds because I'm shit scared that somebody... But, but next month, we're going for it. Ne- I've decided, you know, we are going to tell everybody that we're, 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 we're disruptive. Yeah. yeah. We're but disruptive. We're purposefully yeah. disruptive because... We want to set ourselves out as different as somebody else. 
I mean, as is a barrier to entry, because if someone wanted to create or recreate what we've actually got, it's many, many months of development, and it's probably hundreds of thousands of pounds in order to get, if not millions of pounds, if they want to expedite that, situ uh, that situation. Um, but we can sort of explain that it's there. It saves people time. What we're talking about proportionality, it keeps people's... If you look at buyers or procurement, they've got many, many different areas that they've got to fill in. And if you look at PP and work weight, it might be five or 10% of their job wrong. Yeah. If we can go to a point of saying, right, well, Basically, we'll make it sure that we'll try and keep it within proportion. So if it is 10%, we'll try and keep it as close to 10%. So it won't blow up for two or three days. And that's because we've got a portal. We've got the man packing and we've actually got the things like reporting. Reporting is an interesting one because it's actually a forecasting tool. Or it can be used as a forecasting tool. It depends on how a customer wants to use it. If well, they want to jump yeah, right in. I, suppose, I mean, the, at the end of the day, if you've not got the backup team that we're saying we've got and that we've got all these values... You can have as many online USPs as you want, but if you've not got that team to drive, it's not yeah, going to work, is it? It's going to fall flat. Yeah. So, mm. but I mean, next, yeah, next, do use do 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 use the reporting. You mean the UK is uh, number one retailer? Yes. Yes. Yeah. The UK is number one retailer. Actually, <laughs> use. So do you want to? Do you want to? I mean, I can try and put it in somewhere that it feels native. You know what I mean? But I think a, a way to make it feel native is to say, look, going back to the beginning of the podcast. As we've established, there's many other PP suppliers out there. What keeps me excited and interested is the innovation that we purposely strive to achieve. Uh, and one thing I'm particularly proud of is the portal. Oh, no, flipping it now, we remember that. <laughs> That's just in my way, saying your yeah, words. Yeah. You know, if, if you just want to say, well, we're going back to the beginning of the, the podcast, then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, going back to the uh, beginning of the podcast when I, when I said there's there's a lot of uh, companies out there like us that um, supply workwear and PP, um, and one of the the big areas that for me and, and keeps me really interested and, and um, really excites me um, is is the um, innovation of the, the the things like the portal. So we, we mentioned about the tracking of garments and um, um, you know helping the customer to to order easier um, the portal has got so many attributes to it that um, that will help the the customer um, and again like I say we're, we're constantly developing this um, and you know the, the the UK's number one retailer that we deal with currently do use the reporting side of things um, for budgeting um, you know they, they did mention to us in one, one of the areas why what we listen to is that going back some years now going back five years maybe six years um, they said to us that, that the current supplier, which is the UK's biggest supplier of uh, workwear and PPE, um, were a nightmare to get MI reports and, and reports showing what they've ordered and when they've ordered it. Um, and if you see these reports, which uh, the first time we tended for this, this particular company, um, I think there was something like 230,000 lines of product that they ordered from uh, this particular company, um, which you know, trying to price up and tender for that amount of products. Um, we, had, we had several nights working till all hours, pricing up line by line, um, to which now we've narrowed it down to, uh, I, bet we're, I bet we're up to probably 100 lines, if that. Um, we really have narrowed it down. We've, yeah. you know, we've streamlined the footwear and, and uh, the gloves. We've run trials on gloves from expensive to to cheap. And, you know, we've settled on something that's, uh, not a, not a particularly a, a cut resistant glove that's not particularly the cheapest, 
British by nowhere near the, the, the highest, but the, you know, the, the, the reports that they did then, the trials that they did then, showed the longevity of this product against the cost saving. Um, and it came out and it's, you know, it's only a, a glove at around the £2.95, £3 mark uh, for a cut resistant three glove and five glove. Um, so, you know, it worked, um, it worked really well. And that was, the, again, that was down to the reporting that we'd done and then that they're, the procurement side of things that they do is really analysing the, the cost of products and, and how long they last. So, so yeah, so they, they used it and, and they helped us develop that. Uh, there was, um, you know, the, the biggest uh, kitchen manufacturer in the UK um, has really uh, taken us to a new level as well because, they, they, you know, they needed a, a lot more in-depth information and a lot more um, user-friendly user uh, system um, and delivery for such as man packing um, and fast turnaround. So, so we're doing a man packing service that turns around uh, logo garments within five days um, from from start to finish and um, you know it took some work and some effort but you know we've got there and um, it works great for them so they have their fast turnarounds on logo garments man packed for individuals um, and you know we're, we're having hundreds and hundreds a week to, to do so it's it's a considerable um, contract to, to have uh, but it's because they've you know they've asked us to, to stretch yourselves and to, to, to really test ourselves and we have We've developed that and like I said the portal and then the procedures behind that because what goes behind also the innovation of uh, the systems of the portal is also you need the, the team um, that receives that that information, that receives that data and actually processes them orders and processes the man packing and processes the uh, logo in the embroidery and, and, and things like that. So um, and, and doing it speedily and, and also accurately uh, which is key to it you know the procedures um, are, are triple checked and um, to make sure that the products that are going out are absolutely spot on, the right products, the right amount, uh, with the right person's details on, and uh, yeah. Yeah, because so. mistakes have a knock-on effect. I mean, what you've just described there, effectively, is a case of a partnership almost. Yes. You're, you're working, rather than sort of sitting on the outside saying, right, what can I get from this as a company? And what, what you know, how can I basically maximise the amount of profits? So well, let's look at this in a slightly different way, a little bit more long term what do you need and how can we get it to you so you're providing them with solutions based upon our innovations but their innovations that we've developed because of the challenges that they face yes every company will have that to a certain extent yeah the massive spectrum so you've got the ones that will literally weigh up everything in terms of risk in terms of value in terms of performance and then you've got the other ones that will turn around and say i can get that five pence cheaper in that market Yes. Well, go on, then you go and drive 45 minutes, go and park up, and then go and get it, see how cheap it is, and you factor yeah, in all the other costs to it. Yeah. But that's the education side of things, where you can't always win that battle, but you can present them the evidence to say, well, maybe if you think about it this way, you might actually save a little bit more money. But that's what a partnership, in terms of... Yeah, well, and then, you know, again, I started with saying about... Um, you know, it's easy to say and difficult to do. You know, that in our industry, there's there's competitors out there that will tell you, they'll... they'll um, do everything possible and they can turn this around fast and they can do this and they can do that and the prices are always going to be right and um, and then fail um, whereas you know what you know we, we, we do work with ethics and, and uh, we try to build that trust um, because that's important you know when we say we're going to do something we do it um, for it's instance, also the, rare it is it's rare in most industries but I mean our reputation is 
is basically yeah. is, is critical to us, and it's about building relationships, and you can only do that when you've actually got the trust. Behind I, don't, it. I don't know whether I should say this on the podcast, but if, 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 there's an advert out there by one of the big betting companies, and I'm not name, I'm not name names, but um, there's an ex footballer's um, oh brother. yeah 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 there's an ex footballer's yeah. brother that's that uh, and. Um, <laughs> You know, they, they, basically what they're trying to say is that there's no more loyalty, there's no more um, staying yeah. with you, 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 yeah. you, just no loyalty. Uh, come to us, we'll give you all these rewards. Um, and that, that, that saddens me, to be honest, because I think these, you know, if that's the way that the world is, then it's not, it's not the way that our ethos is. It's, no, you know, no, at the end no of the day, we, we, we're loyal to customers and we're yeah. loyal to suppliers. Um, you know, we deal with some suppliers that aren't the cheapest, but it's because they've supported us in the past, they've, they've helped us to grow... Um, and we work with them. You know, again, we partner with them. You know, we work with them. We we feed back to them if there's something that we need better, um, the service, um, because it's not all about price, and we don't ever think of that. So well, we don't. But to give an example, I mean, um, one of our biggest clients, uh, the largest retailer, uh, kitchen retailer, they ordered a bespoke product from us recently, and then one of our competitors. I mean, this is our, our myopic and short sighted. Some some competitors yeah. are. They went in there and said. I can do that, and I can deliver it in, in five weeks or three weeks or something. Yes. And you had to go in and sit down with them, actually speak to the manufacturer and say, look, can you just tell my client what you told me, that nobody in this country can make what a bespoke product in five well, weeks? The, the funny thing with that is that it was actually, they were quoting on that manufacturer's product. Yes. They were saying that that manufacturer could deliver in five weeks. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I sat down with one of the directors of this company and and phoned the manufacturer and said, "You speak to this, speak to this this manufacturer that's manufacturing that even this team that said they can get them in five weeks, it's that same product that we're we're providing. It's going to take, I don't know, sixteen weeks, is it? I think it is. But um, and and just explain that that can't happen. It, it's not physically possible to have it manufactured over you know overseas for them quantities and distributed into the UK in that kind of time frame, um, as well with you know pre-production samples and swatches and em- embroidery stitch-offs and, and things like that. It just can't happen. And yet there's companies in there going saying, yes, we can do it for five weeks. Well, so what, what, you know, what would tend to happen in that case is that if, if, if this said company would entertain that, would be that they'd place an order with this, and then in five weeks' time they'd be so disappointed and, and, and then at that point they're either tied into this particular deal and, and it's too late... Um, or then they come back to us, maybe, um, or, or maybe they try and save face and go elsewhere and, 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 and get the product. So, but it's musical chairs. But, but, but if, if it wasn't down to us saying, look, I'll put you in touch with the manufacturer, I'll put you in touch with the factories, I'll, I'll tell you exactly how it is. You know, we, we, you know I'm, I'm very, very open. We're very, very, very open and honest with yeah, people. Yeah. Um, you know, in some cases we have, you know, we have shown, shown what, what cost pricing of, of particular yeah. products are. Um, and and sometimes it, it needs that to be totally honest because people other competitors will lie and I'm not saying it's the competitors as the, as the company per se well, but, but sales it's the salespeople sales that people are going there going for that business and they'll yeah. go in there and sell the fizz and and, and sort of serve up water yeah, yeah. They never they do. worry about the problem because it's exactly. someone else's issue exactly. I mean yeah. the, the, there is and a, then blame the internal stuff that's what they tend to do is they, yeah. they get this order and then they blame the internal yeah. Yeah. Um, try to buy more time by a couple of weeks but it's wrong but the if you if you look at the way that people work in terms of like the buying cycle, if someone's concentrating on getting the lowest possible price, I mean, there's that definition of a, uh, of a, a cynic is a, a person that knows the price of everything, the value of nothing. So if they look at something and say, right, I can get it from supplier B, and it's thirty pence cheaper per unit, 
what they, they fail to realise is that, okay, that, that supplier is doing the same thing to every single customer. They've got 40 or 50 hours working a week, which means they've got to work harder because they're not working smarter. They've still got the targets and the overheads to meet. And then all of a sudden their elasticity profitability is stretched to the point where there's barely anything there. And this new customer might get the, the new super duper price for a few weeks, but within that certain chain, the service is going to be a sacrifice because that same supplier or that same uh, salesperson is going out and chasing other customers on the same sort of principle. So it's like, well, I, I'm expecting this in, in four or five weeks. Well, it actually might be six or seven weeks. The problem is that tars everyone in our industry that that's, that's who we are. And that's probably one of the reasons why we retain so many customers. Yeah. It, it is known to be a, an industry like that, isn't it? Well, services, yeah. isn't it? They just yeah. say, yeah, I can do that for you, no yeah. problem. Yeah, of course. I mean, one, one a frustration and a pain point, and again, with our portal and systems and things that we've got is quotes I mean how frustrating I know how frustrating it is when you're trying to get quotes on things um, and you know you, you want it then and then but obviously people are busy and salespeople are busy and they're on the road and things like that and you've got to wait for you to get your quotes which is understandable so you allow 24 48 hours maybe three days but in our industry it seems to be two weeks you know we're, we're listening to customers that are saying it's, it's two weeks to get a quote through from some of our competitors and for me, if, if if one of my suppliers was taking that long to get a quote through to me that I needed there and then, they'd, they'd not have the business. That's it. Mm. You know, you want to get a couple of strikes and then you, you're out of there. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, we, we look at doing 24, 48 hours. Um, and if that can't be because it's something bespoke or it's something that's that's maybe a, a different type of product or we need to run some trials and things like that, um, then we'll, we'll explain that that's the case. We'll come back to your feedback. But leaving leaving customers to wait two weeks for for quotes or even seven days for for quotes in my eyes is is well, that's not within our nature. It's not within our no, culture. No, no. I was going to say I mean, an example for that one is you can see some some people out there or some suppliers or some um, competitors. It's a nine to five job. Yeah. You know, we all right, we, we we joke. We've got some staff that at five to five is like a vacuum and it sucks them out of the building. But the majority of of the sales staff and the majority of the team, well, actually, if something needs to be done, they'll work an extra half hour possibly even unpaid to get it sorted out and it might be a case if someone sends in a quote at 4.59 you could probably turn aside to that first thing in the morning at 9 o'clock but if you're in a roll and it'll take you 10-15 minutes to put the quote out it might take you two hours in the morning but by which time you've already got other emails coming in compiling which then just knocks it all off so we actually get in and say right well let's get this done now we'll sort it out and send it out there and leave a little bit later we've got an organisation of people that care yeah it's, a, it's yeah. a team you know um, alright I'm, I'm the MD but you know, we are a team and I get involved, you know, I come in, I, I shake everybody's hand, I say hello to everybody, every individual person when I see them. Um, and and it is, it's a team, you know, we're all together, we're all going in the right direction, the same direction. And that's key, you know, um, people pulling in different ways, just it upsets business and, you know, it's not, over the time we've we've developed to get to that point and, you know, everybody appreciates coming to work and, um, you know, it's, it's good, it's a good vibe, it's good every every employee that I speak to and uh, enjoy it and I enjoy their company uh, I enjoy being around them and it's it's infectious you know you get that feeling of you know happiness at work and, and joy and, and um, success and they're yes. all going to get an easter egg tomorrow and they're all going to get an easter egg tomorrow yes fantastic I'm not <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean if, if we want to wrap up the the podcast I suppose if we go around the table and say well what's the um the one word you would describe BHI, if you had a gun to your head, and you, and you weren't going to steal my ideas. Uh. <laughs> um, 
Yes. Um, innovation, you know, innovation and development. <laughs> so okay, moving so on. You've took till there. Yeah, you took. Yeah. Have you got development? No, 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 no. <laughs> you know what I've got. Yeah. We're going to, you yeah, know, for, for me, it's service, service through and through. That's what we need to provide, and that's what we do provide is a is a fantastic level of, uh, of service to our clients. So yeah, service every day for me. Okay, uh, actually, I go with assurance, and it's a kind of a it's a bit of a strange one because it's an abstract concept for for people to get their head around, but it it relates to confidence that when someone phones us or calls us and says right I need this we can actually deliver on it yeah. and if we can't deliver on it we'll yeah. communicate that it, so yeah. there's expectation management yeah. in that as well yeah. Yeah. so I'd say assurance um, I, I did stop at two but I could have, I could have gone into well throw some more yeah. Yeah. High, high standards ethics trust trust was a good one I was going to put in there as well open uh, honest open honest yeah you know all, all of these and, and you know it does it matters yeah but I think the way, I mean, just talking here today as well, the, the culture of our, our business is very much like an individual good human being. Yes. As someone, you know, someone that basically isn't going to take, take yeah. the mickey and they're going to yeah. deliver on yeah. what yeah. they say they're going to yeah. do because we view everyone not as friends as such, but, you know, you wouldn't stitch up a friend, would you? You, you know, if, yeah. they, no. if you said you were going to do something for a friend and they were relying on you. I think the best the best, best thing to do to, to potential customers is meet, meet one of us. Yeah. You meet one of us, and you know if you're a good judge of character or um, any judge of character, you'll see straight away that you know there's nothing hidden. It's been a team of people that's not been arrived at by chance, no. is it? It's, you know, it's we've, literally we've purposely it's, gone it's a, out there yeah. and picked. Yeah, it's what, a, it's a, it got, started off yeah. like a lump of marble. It's been chipped yeah. away and then turned into. Yeah. And we're not there. We're not done yet. I mean, no, no, there's no, massive no, amounts no, of no, of advancements that we no, can put in there. But that's key. I think that's another thing as well. It's like it's not like we're it's not we're saying that we're not the best. It's a case that there's always room for improvement because there's always better way and there's always new innovations. And I think the minute you start saying that we're the best out there, you set yourself up for a fall. And someone's going to yeah. go, "Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Target? You never are. But, but, you, but, never are. you know, we're constantly learning as well. I mean, I'm, I'm very much of you never stop learning. Uh, there's some people in the world I won't name names, but you know, they think they've been there, done it, seen it, and they know everything about it. And you certainly don't. Um, just meeting new people, even the, 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 you know, like Rick, for instance, you know, with the marketing, you, you meet people and you, you develop. You so doing this thing, yeah, you, do. you know, twelve months ago, we did never even thought about doing a podcast. Yeah, working with some so, of the biggest retailers in the UK, which we do, we've developed and learned so much from them as well, which yeah. has been sort of priceless for us. Yeah, and we kind of measure ourselves against you know some of the things that they do, uh, particularly the, the one the, the biggest retailer. Some of the way that they process things and the, the way that they measure um, how well the workforce are, are working, how fast they are, and, 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 you know, for instance, opening boxes and things like that, how they measure that. And, you know, that's helped us to develop and, and to, to put uh, key signals for us to know how well we're developing and how well we're, you know, challenging ourselves. So measurements. Yeah, yeah, yeah measurements, yeah. definitely, yeah. You couldn't pay for that no. sort of development. Well, you, you pay to learn, don't you? I mean, yeah, that's yeah. one of your expressions. Yeah, you pay to learn. Um, and you're right, you know, most people will think, you know, that's it, I've, I've tapped out, I don't need to sort of develop anymore. I mean, just randomly, I mean, since we've started doing this and, and moving forward, a couple of weeks ago, I wouldn't have been able to tell you with an educated level what procurement, or the difference between procurement and, and purchasing would be. I thought it was synonymous, you'd mix yeah. them all together. Yeah. Um, and it's actually kind of weird because we, we do this almost 
unconsciously that when we do match up and marry up with what a customer or individual customer wants, we can actually fit within that model and say, actually, we, we help you with your procurement because we go to that level of, it's not just the price of the price and that's the product. It's like, well, what else do you need? We'll give you the actual mosaic. We'll give you the prosaic and we'll give you the platform for you to go on. And then the next client will be like, well, I can get that 10 pence cheaper somewhere else. All right, we'll knock 10 pence off you. You know, we'll get that business in there and then the next client will be something else. And then, you know, we're not horses for courses as such and we're not sort of jack of all trades, but we do sort of malleably change and, and evolve and move with our clients as well to get basically the best for them and the best for us.